0: All right, before we start this week's episode, I just wanted to pop in with a quick announcement. If you're following me on social media, you may have seen, if you've popped onto my website recently, you may have seen I am trying out something new and setting up my calendar with only single session. So in my coaching so far, my container so far, I've been really um, specific about asking people to commit to a certain amount of time. I've played with that time differently based on my own coaching skills and um, the results the people in my community were looking for. And this is brand new. I have never offered single sessions only, and I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm excited to see uh, how what you're all needing, what you're wanting, what you're receiving from a session or two or 12, or I have clients who've worked with me for three years, um, clients who've moved beyond the abortion work and stepped into different kinds of coaching. So if you are someone who's been thinking about working with me, but have felt uh, nervous about committing to um, too many sessions, I had for a little while a podcast listener call and that really prompted me to shift to only single sessions. So for now, no more programs, all single sessions, book as many as you like. Um I look forward to helping you and supporting you in whatever it is that you are looking for. I sort of silly 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 silly, silly <laughs> in a silly, but also um serious way. Now I keep referring to myself as the over-certified life coach. And it's not uncommon for a client to get on a call with me these days and say, I don't know what I talk about. And that is never a problem because we always have somewhere to go. I always have a new tool to pull out of my back pocket. Um, I get better and better at following my intuition And helping you take away exactly what you need from a session or continued weekly session. So I hope to see you in my calendar soon and enjoy this episode. Oh, we just had like such a a juicy and chaotic little um, pre-record conversation that um, I feel like I'm excited to learn from you right now, which is always my favorite way to go into a podcast recording. So today's guest has been on the show before. No idea which episode, but I will link it in the show notes. Priya Rose Ferry is a coach. Um, how, wh- what title do you put before
1: coach these
0: days? Business coach?
1: Yes. So these, these days yes. I'm working on visibility with women, women building a service-based business.
0: Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So our other episode, we talked a lot about the parallels between um correct me if i'm wrong between infertility and abortion and the journey of what that's like um do you even remember when
1: we recorded that like
0: oh, gosh, more was, than a year ago like a long
1: time ago feels like a long time ago <laughs> yeah yeah and we did we did talk about my infertility journey and mm-hmm. the parallels uh, because mm-hmm. a lot of my work actually was inspired through that journey
0: yeah yeah, yeah. amazing um, but Priya and I are in uh some groups together, and there was a point at which um you talked about connecting with your womb, and because I'm moving into this like more general reproductive well-being and how all the things link together, I thought, let's let's talk again, let's podcast again about the, you know how we connect to our womb, how we gain inner wisdom from different parts of ourselves. And then in our little pre chat, you mentioned future self visualizations. And I was like, yes, that is what I, that's a tool I would love my audience to, and myself to become more skilled at. So why don't you say anything you'd like to say to introduce yourself beyond my messy jumble? And then we will hear some of how future self-visualizations and connecting with your room has served you and can serve this audience.
1: Yeah. So, hey, everybody. My name is Priya Rose Ferry, and I am a business and visibility coach for coaches, healers, and service-based entrepreneurs. I help you get visible on social media, and uh, I'm working on a workbook called 90 Days to Social Media Fuckery. (laughs) <laughs> which is basically like showing up as your authentic self and saying whatever so is good. on your brilliant mind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Visibility. Ooh, um the episode that released this week and I never keep track of how these will go out in order, but the episode that released this week was about the power of voice. So again like voice visibility being seen being heard taking up space like vibrational space visual space physical space um so visibility is just such powerful work for you to be doing with people
1: Yeah and you know it's interesting uh it's actually very much connected to women's uteruses because what's an organ that we don't really pay attention to in our lives mm.
0: Like a hidden gem is what it right? is,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, we're all we're in our heads. We've even learned like how to tap into our intuition and listen to our gut and listen to our heart. But nobody ever teaches us how to tap into our womb. And just the way you have gut feelings, you can have womb feelings.
0: I am in a new certification with Simone Soul and Melissa Tears, and there is an exercise we do. Um, where we sink in and gather wisdom from our gut, our heart, and our brain. Uh, And I have recently added womb, right? It's like, wait, 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 we're skipping (laughs) apart.
1: Yes. So
0: it's like, there is wisdom in your womb, in your gut, in your heart, in your mind. Once, Not the mind chatter that goes all day, but beyond that. Um, so I totally agree with you. There is wisdom in our wombs that many of us are leaving untapped.
1: Yeah. And um, you know, part of the self-coaching that I do, you know, we're we've we've trained in mindset coaching, but a lot of the coaching that I do is experiential and body-based. And um when you feel really connected in doing your own self-coaching or getting coached, you can almost like receive wisdom from the ether. Exactly. Right. And so a lot of the the sort of insight I have into womb work and even Yoni work is just wisdom that I received. That's mm-hmm. not mine. I didn't create it. I just feel like it's out in space and somehow it just landed in my brain.
0: What do you think you believe about yourself or about spirit, universe, consciousness? that allows you to like hear that, but then take that next step to trust it and believe it. Do you know what I mean? Like even that exercise I do with people, sometimes they'll hear something and they're like, oh, that couldn't have been from my heart or that couldn't have been from my womb. That must be right. So there's to hear it and then there's to trust it and to believe it and to lean into it. Can you talk about that little nuance that happens right there?
1: Yeah. I love that question. And I think, you know, from a scientific perspective, we are nervous systems, right? And our nervous systems are like the give off electrical charge. We are like electrical beings. And so the way I look at humans is we are vessels, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? We are like um, containers. And so it makes total sense that this sort of spiritual knowledge and, Uh, you know, these sort of insights that we get are like, we're like conduits for it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like we're not just these meat suits. We are not just like skin and cells and bones and organs. Mm -hmm. There's more to us. Yeah. And so I think I, I trust it so much because I see myself as a conduit of wisdom and knowledge and I see all of my clients as that. I see every yeah. human being as that.
0: Mm. Mm. Am I remembering correctly that you have, a, um, that homeopathy was a part of your past too? Or you're like a yeah. homeopathist or something? Is that even no. a word? Did I make that it, word up? <laughs> <it's> a, it, <laughs> uh,
1: I was a practicing homeopath. And uh, before there I became go. a coach, it's not homeopath. a homeopath. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny.
0: Yeah, I use and- homeopathy all the time. So it's even funnier that I that I was like, what are we called? What is not me, but what is it called? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just a user, not a not a practitioner at all.
1: You must use so many. The reason that
0: came to my mind is the way I've always understood homeopathy is that there's this like it's almost like I imagine it as like vibrational energetic medicine almost. Yeah. Right. And so that is like, technically it's a physical thing that you're putting in your body that the tablet or like whatever form you take. Um, But so technically it like has a, a physical being, but There's so much energetic magic happening. (laughs) Yeah. I get that it's science, but it's also magic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so it makes sense to me that when you talk about being a conduit of wisdom and knowledge, like those are kind of similar belief systems.
1: Yeah. And every woman has this, is a conduit of wisdom and knowledge. And a lot of that wisdom lives in our pelvic organs. Yeah. And it's the it's the areas in our body that we are cut off from as women living in the patriarchy, right? We're not like sex is taboo. Abortion is banned in places, right? Like infertility is so shameful. Periods are these awful things. You know, we just want to like everything about that area is a source of discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. For us. mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. But but it's actually where so much wisdom lives. And one of the downloads that I received was that the future self is the same as womb wisdom. They are connected. So when you're tapping into your future self with your clients, you're actually tapping into wisdom in the womb. And I mean, I may not be able to explain it perfectly, but that's just some of the insight that I've received.
0: Okay. So tapping into Future self. Um, oh, I just had this like crazy question related to homeopathy, but it reminds me of the podcast I released this week. It's like this place of are we tapping into future self, future wisdom, or are we stripping away? and tapping into past self past wisdom or is it all the same (laughs) like and the same with homeopathy and like physical conditions like does that energetic vibrational shift allow us to go back to like why does my brain really want to have past and future timeline right here because it's all the same and my mind is really trippy right now (laughs) Yeah. I don't know I, if I'll release the video of this, but I'm like freaking out right now. Um, So if you're using homeopathy for physical health, like, are you connecting to the an energetic vibration of your future healthy self? Or are you connecting to an energetic vibration of your past healthy self? Or is it all the same and none of it matters?
1: Oh, it's so, such a cool question. Well, I, I can tell you in homeopathy, you are connecting to the past version of you that was born whole. Yes. Yes. And, um, and I've never actually thought about the future self this way, but it makes total sense that, you know, when we were born, we were these free, wild girls. Yeah. And then all the yeah. socialization happens. And that's where we develop all our limitations, all the people pleasing and right. All of these behaviors. So because we're humans and we're
0: socialized to think about our futures, it's comforting for us to. After this, I want you to talk about how you even do a future self-visualization, but because this will help anyone who's like utterly confused at this point, but as humans we're socialized to like think ahead move toward our future that's where the wisdom is we're socialized to believe that like wisdom comes with age wisdom comes in the future but really the wisdom we're tapping into is probably the exact same wisdom that we had like at an as an infant at our mother's breast or something you know like it feels better as humans to go to future self, but the wisdom is the exact same as when we were infants. That's so wild.
1: <laughs> that's that's really cool and really <laughs> it's like really trippy. Yeah, and like when we say future self, what we're really doing is imagining a version of us that does not have the limiting beliefs and all the mm-hmm. yeah. the ifs and buts and can'ts that we've attached to ourselves right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. So no matter how your mind wants to think of it, you have the capacity to tap into this version of yourself without limitations, right? How do you integrate this into your practice as a, like self-coaching practice or in or with your clients? How might someone go about this?
1: Yeah, so I mean you might maybe someone listening has done this exercise already, maybe with a coach or read about it and I think the mistake people make is just imagining their future self in their head and not tapping into the future self from the body Mm. and from the spirit. Oh,
0: okay. I like this.
1: I like this distinction. Yeah. So, you know, in business, one of the exercises I help my clients do is tapping into their 500 K self or their million dollar self. And what, what we're not doing is just sort of in our head, imagining what that looks like and logically trying to put it together and like doubting it the whole time.
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. The way I like to teach it is imagine that you, you are actually like, what is the space you're sitting in when you've hit that 500 K or that million dollars? What are you wearing? What does it feel like in your body? What's your vibe? What's the primary emotion that you have when you are when you're at that income level? So it's slightly different than just crafting and making something mm-hmm. up in your head. Does that make sense? It's just
0: ensuring that if you decide to integrate a practice in which you get quiet, And lean into a future self that you're embodying the vision, not just seeing the vision, not just hoping for the vision, not just imagining the vision. Right. It's that you can feel a shift in your body. Like when I see this version of me, when I am in the presence of this version of me, the feeling
1: in my body changes. Exactly okay and that's how you know if you're doing it right is the feeling in the body changes yeah
0: okay because at first when you said um uh, I don't remember what your words were but maybe like I'm gonna totally botch this but I'm gonna say like where most people go wrong is the head versus the body I don't know how you said it and I was like oh that's me I go to the head but it's not actually true I definitely know what you're talking about, where I feel that shift. And I'm like, oh, I'm in the presence of greatness. Something shifted in my body. Right. Um, so that's helpful. When I imagine sitting down to a future self-visualization um it seems like sort of like a complicated meditative heady thing Mm -hmm. that we're inviting people to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can be, I think sometimes it's like, get quiet, like be kind of more meditative about it. But do you also integrate future self-visualizations into like little moments of your day? Like I'm at the coffee shop deciding whether to order a whatever, (laughs) a smoothie or a latte, are you at a point where you can integrate this, um, into your like daily experience versus just like a meditative practice?
1: Yeah. I think the way that I've integrated it so far and like is first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. I will ask myself the question, Mm -hmm. how does this future version of me start my day? Yeah. Okay. And quite often, like the current version of me just kind of wants to start the day very slowly and lay around and really still thinking about that love is blind episode. (laughs) 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 Want to sneak one in in the middle of the day. (laughs) And when I tap into the future version of me, she's, that's not what she's doing today. Not to say it's bad or wrong to start your day however you want, but that version of me has a sense of my time here is limited. Yeah, yeah. And I have some genius that I need to get out into the world and the people are suffering and I need to show up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it can be tricky. It's like comfort feels like watching Love is Blind or Ted Lasso in the middle of the day or in the yeah. morning. That yeah. does you're like, yeah, that is what would be comfortable. But is it like, is it, is it the, um comfort to avoid doing something that you really feeling called and a desire to do um
1: yeah i just want to say like it's not wrong or bad if you know one day some days you wake up and you're like i just want to watch some tv sometimes a lot of us need that because we work so hard sometimes you just need a day off and do nothing but, and it's different for everyone. And it's different at every phase in your life journey, your business building journey. So yeah. there's no preset answer. And this is why totally. this exercise is so individualized, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I've often over the years used the example of chocolate cake, right? It's like, the answer is never to eat the chocolate cake or not eat the chocolate cake. The answer is to ask yourself in the moment, is this a thing I really desire right now, or is this just the thing that's in front of me that's like easy to eat? The point is asking the question. Like, do I want this chocolate cake right now? And sometimes you do want it for breakfast or a, a third slice or whatever the thing is. Never matters what the answer what the answer is. It matters that you ask the question to get the answer. So, same thing with your with tapping. creating a practice of tapping into your future self it's like you might get a different answer from her from one day to the next or one month to the next or one chapter to the next the point is that you ask the questions and slow down to believe that there's some kind of wisdom beyond the fact that netflix looks tempting or the chocolate cake
1: looks something. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, the point of the exercise is not to use it like to punish yourself or make yourself wrong. It's just to gather the wisdom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. If there was like steps to a future self-visualization, as we wrap up here, what would the steps be? If you said, okay, anyone who's listened to this conversation and wants to try this, what steps might you offer?
1: Yeah. So the first thing is to, um, you know, because I coach on business, I usually go by an income level. So if a client is trying to hit a certain income level, I have them imagine uh, them at that income level. So you have to decide what that is for yourself, depending on your So For
0: this audience, it might be someone who is, um, on the other side of a breast cancer journey or, um, It has the result of not beating themselves up about their abortion every day or right. It's like basically what's the result you want, whether it's tangible, like a dollar amount or like I want to be able to tell my mother about my abortion. Like doesn't matter. So what's the result you want?
1: Yeah, exactly. So if you, you know, if it's the it's the abortion, then maybe you can visualize you just being at peace with it yeah right. so first you want to decide what's that future version that yep. result you want okay. and the way I do it is I actually go for a walk and nice. I I put in my earphones. yeah, and I find that the movement is actually very helpful rather than just sitting.
0: I love that,
1: yeah, because sitting can sometimes you can just be in your head a lot and when you're yep. moving, your body is engaged, yeah. And your pelvis is engaged, too, because your hips are moving. Yeah. And I imagine, so you're doing this in your mind, you're imagining what does that future version of me look like, feel like, what is she wearing, where is she sitting? And the point isn't to force an answer to come, it's just to let your imagination present mm-hmm. you with something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not going to know what she's wearing. Maybe you're not going to know what, where she's sitting, but you, you'll get something. Yeah. And then anchor into that and then asking her, what is it that you believe that I don't believe? That's been like yeah. a really powerful question. Yeah. Yeah. What is it that you believe that I don't believe? And then again, just waiting, walking. And Mm -hmm. just allowing, allowing the space for whatever wants to come without forcing it. And if nothing comes the first time, that's okay. Try it again another day. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll, she'll tell you.
0: Yeah.
1: I hear it. You can see, you can get a symbol. Sometimes you can feel it in your body. But I will literally hear that this is what I believe. And when I compare that to my current version, I notice how different that is. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the process that I do. It's always with walking and it's recording myself. I just have an app on Evernote and I'll just record whatever comes through and it's different every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then what do you do with that answer personally?
1: Like, let's say
0: you're going for a walk and she believes that, um, I don't know, if you're going for a business goal, what might she believe? What are some of the answers you've gotten?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So like an answer might be, I am the perfect coach for my people right Mm -hmm.
0: now. Yep. And then what do Um, you do with
1: that? What you do with that is you take that and apply it to whatever it is that you want to do in your business. So if you are, for example, not posting on social media, which is something I coach on a lot because you think you don't, you don't have a master certification or you think like your certification isn't as good as somebody else's, then you would take that new belief that I am the perfect coach for my people right now. Yeah. That you would go make a post. You would go take an, take action with that.
0: Yeah. So we'll use, um, we'll use the abortion example um if maybe what i hear or sense or find clarity with is um i don't know you did the best you could right or like um that was the right decision or um maybe even something like that baby wasn't there, there was no way you could have saved that baby, right? Like maybe it's a medical abortion. I don't know, right? Like whatever the answer you get, yeah. then remembering that when you go to, about the next thing that you want to do. So in your case, it was social media. But so maybe I, I am on a conversation with um, my mother or I am like, I turn on the news and there's abortion, some new abortion ban or something to come back. And center yourself in that knowing you have from your future self, like separating yourself from the news you see or the conversation you're afraid to have or whatever it is. So it's integrating what you heard and learned with your real lived experience going about your day.
1: Right. Because it's, it's the wisdom from your future self that you yeah. are bringing back to your yeah. current self and using it and applying it. And so, yeah, you might hear that, you know, everything's going to be all right if you tell your mother about it. Yeah. Or, or don't gonna... tell
0: your mother. I mean, we don't, or know. don't. We're just guessing.
1: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> We're just throwing things out there. But it may exactly. be like she doesn't need to know that.
1: That yeah, may exactly. be the
0: wisdom you get. Like yeah. it's about you feeling the peace in hearing that and knowing that is that is the truth I need today that is the wisdom I need today and whatever it is trusting that um it's kind of like the way I think of it too is you're gonna figure this stuff out at some point it might be in your last breaths it might be after you retire it might be next week we have no idea (laughs) A practice like this, like I truly believe like you're going to realize all this stuff eventually. A practice like this is just speeding it up. Like, What would my life look like if I sped up this learning, right? If I gathered that wisdom sooner rather than later, if I applied that wisdom sooner rather than later, what happens if I do that? So it's like do it or not do it, but this is a way to sort of like Speed up the learning, right? Maybe with the case of um, abortion, like healing, if that's a thing, it's like, sure, time can heal or you can speed up time healing by accessing a little future wisdom and believing it.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. cause yourself a little less suffering maybe, yeah. right? Same yeah. with business, same with whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And another practice you can also do is just putting your hands on your womb, just like laying down, maybe on a yoga mat, Mm -hmm. and just putting your hands there and dropping your awareness from your mind into your womb and just noticing what's there, what comes up. Mm -hmm. So it's similar in the way that we are dropping in And we're not trying to think of an answer. We're just letting our bodies sort of present whatever's there. And you might actually get something. You might hear something. Totally. Yeah. She has a spirit.
0: And the more you slow down and even be curious, the more you will get. I, I truly believe that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is fun. Um, like remembering back to my mind being all kinds of confused and blown. <laughs> uh, which well, we talked did, about a lot of when things we, when we were like, are we tapping into the future version or the infant version, or is it all the same?
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what if it doesn't matter? Right. It
0: doesn't matter. Yeah. It's kind of like, is it God or collective consciousness or Mother Nature? Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like if if tapping into your future version helps you then let's use it and heal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, where can people find you if maybe they maybe they are listening and running businesses or or want to do some more of this work with you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at priyarosefairy or you can go to my website which is priyafairy.com and uh, I'd love to say hi. Beautiful. Thank you you. so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me.